0: G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And Mike, we've had quite a busy weekend, haven't we? Certainly has been. We're in the festive season, Dale. Festivalia
1: Kungus season? Yeah, well, th- thankfully they gave us a day off so we could live a life and, you know, go and see Star Wars and stuff.
0: Oh, yes, that was our Sunday in between the semi finals, which were on um, Friday and Saturday morning Australian time. Star Wars Sunday for us. <laughs> Pretty good. Not that we're geeks, but yeah, I really enjoyed it, to be honest. I yeah. quite did. Yeah, and we quite enjoyed um, Festivalia Cungus as well, which we'll refer to as Fick now. It oh, makes it a lot easier, please. so Merry Fickmas to us all. Absolutely. So we had the final on this morning, uh, Monday morning Australian time. And I've got to say, you were quite the FIC geek
1: this year, Dale. You watched both semifinals. A.K. night one and night two, shall we call them, Mm. and also the final live. What do you think of the show?
0: Well, number one, um, that's what always happens. Uh, I'm (laughs) the one that gets up in the morning and and watches these things. Overall, I thought it has been an amazing show. It Mm. really, really, really has. Um, I've really enjoyed everything. But you know what? It's all come down to one talking point, though, hasn't it, Michael? I guess It's
1: it's the big story, isn't it, Dale?
0: The kind of shock, surprise, controversy, whatever you want to call it. But anyway without further ado let's just say we have a winner for albania who's going to go to eurovision michael and who is it we do have arelena ara with shy
1: And his second favourite, Dale, came out the winner. Oh, God, there's been a few gnashing of teeth about this one. So what do you reckon?
0: Yeah, I I don't really know where to start. Um, It's been an interesting one. You're right. It's a second favourite, and it was for a reason, but it's come out the winner. And I think it came out the winner because she gave an incredible performance. I wasn't a massive fan of the song itself. Last podcast episode, I did say it could come out and blow me away live and that's exactly what she did she did that do I still think it was my favorite for the night maybe not um (laughs) but I have no issue with this being the Albanian representative in Rotterdam I'm a big fan of Albania and I'll still get behind the song it was a stunning stunning vocal stunning
1: performance I have to say uh she was she really did stand out she was always going to be one of the standouts um did I think she was going to take the crown Maybe not. Uh, You know, when I looked at the crowd reaction from uh, the final and also from the semi-finals, the heavy favourite probably I thought I had my money on, but my gosh, I can't begrudge this young lady. If anyone wants to know how to emote a song
0: in that final, it was incredible. She was really amazing. Okay, but we can't shy away from the controversy that has existed. People are really in two tribes about this, like... The ballad versus the banger. you know, Authentic music one compared to this trashy radio pop in people's (laughs) mind. I mean, I
1: love the (laughs) trashy radio pop. It's certainly divided people, hasn't it? And Mm. I almost feel it's almost the traditional versus the modern. And um, it's kind of where Fick is at at the moment, to be honest.
0: It's true. And look, I think that's come out in the jury because we've just got the jury results just as we're going to air now. And all three international jury members, Krista Bjorkman and Kontopoulos, part of the dream team um they both voted him first as did the iceland jury member as well so can we bury those
1: conspiracies that bjorkman was trying to bury Alvana yeah i know blah, well, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, what, a, what a bunch of rot yeah i know i know to... I mean, we
0: always see that we don't normally give a credence but what we do need to talk about the fact is that the albanian judges gave uh, alvana fifth And eleventh. And I think it's the eleventh place is the situation. That's the eye catcher for me. Someone thought she was the second worst performer on the night. I'm sorry.
1: Like that sounds like she's buried her.
0: So she lost by three points and it probably did come down to this one jury member. Look, this jury member is quite an academic, a folk music person, so this really could just be about taste. That personal taste, exactly. Totally. But it does show the kind of the thing of having a hundred percent jury, which Albania tends to do. Yeah totally and when you have five
1: jurors all it takes is one not to like a song and that changes the result
0: yeah and i think we have to also acknowledge the fact that the international juries loved um shy as well they did they gave it second second and third so it was a fantastic performance overall we're not going to be able to change the result the result has happened I think probably now is we can probably like get into the songs a little bit and go, Okay, well why did Shy win? Maybe why did that work with the Albanian juries? And why did Matana work with the international juries Ooh. and just lose out? Like what's happening here? So let's start with Aralina's song. Like, okay, why do you think why do you think this won? Why do you think it had broad appeal across the juries? I mean, I always enjoyed the
1: song. I always did, even from the studios before we saw it. But once she brought it alive, she really, really did. When she sang that, as I say, she emoted that song, particularly in the grand final, fantastically. Really, really amazing. To the point where when she came out again, For her applause from the crowd I was almost in tears It was amazing She was such a performer Such a such a performer
0: I think she got every uh, The studio version I wasn't a fan And I think she got Everything out of that song Mm. Um, I I loved her performance I think she did An incredible job I love what she was wearing To start (laughs) with It has It has put people In two tribes there as well There was a lot of embellishments On that uh, outfit I'll give it that It looked
1: like Kind of black seaweed At one point It was kind
0: of like Was it rubbery? Like a rubber suit? PVC PVC, what rock know. have you been under? I don't know um, I, I'm not a fashionista <laughs> yeah. But I know what I like And I like that oh I love this kind of The thing is You had this pop star looking person mm-hmm. Who did this really kind of Strong ballad And we also have to mention That the fact is um, Darko uh, Dimitrov Who did Proud for North Macedonia last year Did mm-hmm. this song I think you can hear The similarities And even in the way In the delivery of the song Her vocal was fantastic in the final she really emoted it And left it really raw out there Well totally. I felt like Ivana Went through the motions To get the job done mm. Now mm, okay. Doesn't mean One was better than the other I just mm-hmm. think that was What I saw as a different I, I, I saw Left A hundred and thousand percent On out there And the other one was Maybe a little bit more like I'm I just don't want to lose it Rather oh. than I'm trying to win it.
1: It's an interesting perspective, Dale. Mm. Very interesting perspective. No, I definitely agree with the emoting. I definitely agree. She really gave it everything. And, and a few performers from that national final could learn a few things about emoting. But we'll talk about that <laughs> later, to be honest. But look, I can't begrudge Aralena uh, winning this. And and she had her fans in the crowd. They were chanting and they were loving it. And to be honest, it's very traditional thick type of fair. So yeah, you know, tradition won over this year. So I don't think there's
0: any real... And obviously that's one with the Albanian jury members as well because this is quite a traditional fixed song I think you can also see that at least the Albanian jury has been transparent we have all the results there they're not trying to hide this which says to me look you know what sometimes things are just going to work for their lot and that's their prerogative this is their national final exactly they have selected their song yep and Festivali Akungas has much more of a history than just Eurovision and that comes down to it. Now, the one other thing with it, is it probably going to be sung in English? That's what we're hearing. There will be an English version be sung at Eurovision. How do you feel about that, though? Um, it's hard to... T- uh, let's, let's be honest. We don't know. We haven't heard the song. So mm. how can we judge? I mean, I generally like them to stay in language. Mm-hmm. But apparently, this was written English first with an Albanian translation. Okay, interesting. So I'll wait until I hear the English... Um, but yeah, look, I, I can see this being a good Eurovision song and I, I look forward to seeing I it sung I was about alive. to ask you, how do you think this is going to go? Let's, before we can start making bold predictions. No, well, we're not going to make a bold prediction because we've had one song of the 40 so <laughs> which well, she's leading like, so far. <laughs> she's, going I <laughs> she's winning. <laughs> but uh, look, I think I can... I when I heard the studio, I wasn't convinced, but seeing that performance and the way they staged it, mm-hmm. um, you can do something with that song. It, it has power. She is... I love her. Oh, gosh. Her is 10 out of 10 The song's
1: 7 Oh, bald yeah. call. Look, I'm I'm kind of with you on this. I I really love her. I think she can bring this home in a Eurovision setting. Jury's still out. Let's see what she's up against. But this is not the worst song to go to Eurovision by any chance. Well, oh, the jury wasn't yeah. out. The jury went so, for her, oh, gosh. <laughs>
0: especially the Albanians. Don't start <laughs> stoking right. the fire. Let's
1: move on, Dale. Let's talk about, I guess, our runner-up. We have Alvana Gjata with Metana. <laughs>
0: Well, I think I said in our last podcast episode, I was worried that this didn't have a chorus, what was it going to be like live, and she blew me away in that semi-final. It was amazing live, Dale. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. I, I, I was absolutely stoked with it. I, I went from a slightly dubious about it, though I kind of wanted to love it, to like absolutely falling in love with the song and mm-hmm. singing it on the Rotterdam stage. I was there. I, I I was I was like, this is one, and I won't lie and say that I wasn't disappointed with the result. I was. I really wanted to see this at Eurovision. I thought with a revamp because it had forty extra seconds. Imagine that in three minutes. Mm-hmm. I thought there was so much to work with here, and I yeah. thought they could have had a really good Eurovision entry, but it didn't come. It didn't happen. Um, maybe there's elements they could have cleaned up. Maybe come with a three minute song. Why'd you have to have a mate Three minutes forty mm. She did a great job overall Yep But I do think also There wasn't maybe the freedom That um, Arlena showed In her performance It felt quite structured And let me get through this And smash this choreography out And she, I'm not saying She didn't do a great job She did an amazing job mm, But If you If I'm trying to nitpick And I'm not trying to, because I think it was a deserved winner, to be honest. Um, But you know what? It just didn't happen. And this happens sometimes. And it doesn't mean that Shy's not a great song. My favorite didn't win, but I still love the winner.
1: Yeah, look, I'm going to say, and I'm going to put this out there, and I think it's only marginal. I thought her semi-final performance was a little better than her final performance. I agree. Not that that really probably changed the result. I don't think, no. Not that I thought that jury member would take her from a well, to hang on 10th. to, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, what I really loved about this was modern fic. Yes. She gave a Eurovision performance. Mm. She gave uh, a great, the dances, the visuals, everything was very modern and Eurovision. It felt And very- that's a departure from Fick we've seen in the past. It
0: felt very Dua
1: Lipa. Very Dua Lipa. Oh, I mean, it was almost a carbon copy at points. And you can't get more current than Dua Lipa at the moment. Look, it's tough to lose for her, I have to say. She's such a superstar. It must be a kick to the guts and a kick to the ego. And I don't know how happy she was when the result was announced. She handled it well. She did. She did. But um, look, I'm a little surprised this didn't win, to be honest. Mm. Um, Do I think it's the most amazing song and it was going to win Eurovision? No. No. No, no 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 did i think it was probably the best package they could have kind of sent to eurovision yes i agree and it hasn't turned out that way but anyway i still like the winner again like mm. just reiterating mm-hmm. what you said unfortunately there needs to be a runner-up and happens to be
0: probably the biggest star in albania and that is gosh, that's big that's, isn't it that's big and look and i think people uh that's why everyone's so shocked about a little bit look but Arelena has her fervent supporters And Alvana do And I think Ooh. there is definitely Those two camps there has been a lot of chat online about it, but you know what? It's happened now. Yep. We've had our first shock of the season. It won't be the last. It won't be the last. We've had our first fan meltdown of the season. <laughs> it won't be the last. Well, it's good to get it over and done with early, Dale. We well, a fan this Fitness is like a real Christmas. Like We all get together, we have so much hope and joy, and then by the end of the night, we're all arguing. <laughs> we're all in ashes, with our dreams crushed. Uh, look, I think she's going to be
1: very proud of what she produced. I think Alvana, I think it was amazing. It was a great, great, great in entry
0: to FIC Yo. and would have been a great Eurovision entry well let's go on to the show itself because I think you've touched on there that I felt FIC this year really modernized the most ever it's kind of been evolving the last few years mm-hmm. but this one was like Wow, it's turned into one of my favourite, if not the favourite national final season of, I'm gonna, of the
1: season. I'm going to take over from that, Dale, uh, because when I first started watching uh, national finals, and I'm a Western person, I'm a Western, I'll consider Australia like Western Europe. Mm-hmm. I thought, how old and boring is this? Like, you really need to get your stuff together but really I really love it now and to be honest it's those thick elements that is so unique to them the glacial pace that the whole show moves at <laughs> you know seriously you could get seriously that day night one and night two you could have got that over within an hour you didn't have to drag that out for two hours or whatever but it's more than a national final for yes, Albania it's, exactly. an, it's an institution mm. and it should keep that character and I've I'm really warmed to love it I really really have and yes sometimes I'll scream at the television just bloody get on with it Mm. but at the same token I bloody love it it's great
0: it's got this real nice mix now and I think they've probably hit it this year the best there was still the traditional elements of going too long, some strange interval acts. Going um, way too the long. The adverts long. going for 45 <laughs> minutes at a time. Um, but that's what we love about it. And yeah. that's why we join in in this bizarre community that we have to enjoy that. But then the modern elements. And yeah. let's talk about Eleni Ferreira. Oh. I mean, I mean, look, we went from puppets last year to <laughs> to her smashing out a seven-minute medley, including like Sweet Dreams and Like a Prayer and yeah. yeah, yeah, She was, was amazing. Incredible. Incredible and it that, that was an amazing interval act, and we had Mahmoud earlier. So I think that, uh, And don't forget Giuseppe
1: Ferreri. Okay, she was amazing. Sorry. Yes. She what an what an amazing Italian artist. This woman had forty-eight weeks at number one in Italy, which has outdone Madonna, who's had thirty-eight weeks. So a bit more shade on Madonna, not that Elaine didn't throw enough. Yeah. But yeah,
0: fantastic performance from Giuseppe Ferreri this today. I thought she was fantastic. Trust you to go on about the Italian she acts. Brilliant. But look, I think they've I think the Friend that found the right balance here. And in the final, you had very modern songs mm-hmm. like from Alvana and others. And then you had the traditional. You had like Robert Baruch's song. Even Sarah, who came third place. What a fantastic performance from her. Amazing. Really but it, it was a beautiful, uh, like, Balkan ballad mm-hmm. sung fantastically well in the surprise third place getter. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't have seen that in other national finals. And it's very uniquely Albanian. You get a real sense of that nation. It's absolutely. However, saying
1: that it is definitely evolving we 've seen more I would say Eurovision-esque performances mm. we 've seen the dancers, even Ganner can we talk about him? Mm. somehow he made thirteen people on stage look boring but <laughs> <laughs> he did, <I laughs> he <know>. did. <laughs> uh, but, I mean the How? man the man had the charisma of a piece of coal. Really I mean come on
0: We had so much hope for again I don't oh, know where He like, didn't had, really deliver We had Bless hope for you know, Semi-final so was pretty good But yeah no Final was I, just, pretty, I just don't understand terrible. how the,
1: Like the song was amazing And he had it, 12 <laughs> dancers on stage And then he stood there like, I, like Pinocchio was less wooden than that guy Seriously come on Let's give a special mention to our host Alketa Oh my god she was amazing You don't need more than one host people Can no. we just say that
0: I know Amazing. She
1: did talk a little bit at times, but that, again,
0: is very thick. She She's sang. doing her job. She
1: yeah. sang, she danced, she hosted, she wore amazing outfits. I a lot as well. I can't ask for more in a host.
0: Yeah, no, she was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And I think it was, a, we've touched on the juries, it was great to get international juries in, and I mm-hmm. think they should because, hey, with it, they almost got the banger. Like, I kind of <laughs> felt like saying before, is like, what like, what banger is going to ever win fic if you can't win with that it's almost the
1: reverse sweden in albania isn't
0: it we
1: keep <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we keep getting women yep. but we're not Singing getting any men. yeah we not, not
0: men with up tempo exactly beams. we're yeah. not
1: getting any blokes and i'm not saying any of the blokes really deserve to win this year no god honest. no they i thought the two best the entries were definitely he was okay. He was good. Uh, yeah, but we just seem to be producing more women out of Albania, which is fantastic. But,
0: uh, well, look at their pop stars. Eventually, eventually.
1: It, like, um, are we going to get bored of this kind of, you know, this, this same prototype?
0: Well, let's see how the song goes at Eurovision. I think this will be a bit of a test because I think we're at a crossroads, and the crossroads really came down to that jury voting and the show itself. And the, the result will be at Eurovision mm. because, you know what, we can gnash teeth all day long. People did it for Kate Miller Key when Electric Fields won last year. True, and let's, we all know how that one turned out. Top yeah. ten place. Thank it's you. A, it's a
1: funny comparison you say that, isn't mm. it? Because a lot of people were anti Kate only because they were pro Electric Fields, and I kind we're of feel that, that sort of stuff mm. is sort of happening today. So, but anyway, I think give her a chance. She's an amazing performer, and uh, oh. I must. I can just see her. If you just, can't be
0: happy for her, you've got no soul. I mean, she was so emotional; it was fantastic. It was. I can but just overall, see an amazing national final. Yeah. I, it's so wonderful to start the season off, and Albania. I, I just love it. I love Fikmes. Yeah. It was a. It was a bit of a messy one this year, but you know what? <laughs> Fair enough. It started the national final season off with a bang. Well,
1: I've grown to love it, and I must admit, I do love it now. I must admit. All Sorry. right, let's move on to Australia. Speaking of national finals. Yes. Australia decides. We had our final four artists decide. Mm. We have our 10 uh, artists announced. What do you
0: think? Thoughts, Dale? Of the overall 10? Yep,
1: all overall 10.
0: Well, I think we've definitely got um, kind of a clumps of different groups. We've got the household names of like Vanessa Amorossi and Casey Donovan. Um, we have a huge amount of indie artists, and mm. I think that's the story Interesting. that we have here. Montaigne and a few others we're going to talk about soon, plus a couple of reality stars, which we'll talk about soon. <laughs> but they all kind of like come all together in little clumps, and then you've got Iota, who's the wild card. Yeah, and, and look, I'm, I've got to say, I don't know
1: if uh, this year's lineup has the names that it had last year. I mean, we had people like Shepard and Camilla Miller-Heidke and... You know even um Courtney act, yep, these were names, these were uh, domestic mm. names and international names, so what we have though is a really eclectic bunch of of performers and artists, so what we lack in perhaps names, I think we make up in eclectic, you know eclectic taste and, and- then
0: names in their audience, so then' names yep. for the triple J audience, which is like the independent music here, which gives it the authenticity it needs. To bring in the big names and the indie names of the future Because we're going to run out of big names eventually in Australia We're not mm-hmm. a massive country yep. And so we need these like obscure artists to come out Because we're going to win with something like that one day yep. And totally. who knows, it could be this year So who were the last four that we had, Michael? Let's start off And he actually produced our first
1: official song From Australia Decides It's Jack Vigeon And is I Am King, I Am Queen
0: Some days I hate me some days i love me some days the
1: sun
0: shines so bright
1: two years old, Jack Vigeon. He won Australia's Got Talent back in 2011. So do the math, people. He was 14 years old when he won that. Mm. He was a phenomenon here in Australia. He was uh, a YouTube superstar. He... caught caught the uh, public imagination by singing Whitney Houston's song which I think garnered something like 65 million views it was amazing bit of a household name at the time for a 14 year old it was quite strange the success eluded him somewhat his winner's single came 35 in the charts however his album did get to number 3 Went off the radar for a little bit. Go and discover himself. It's a big spotlight to be under when you're 14 mm. years old. And he came back this year and uh, performed at The Voice 2019, where he was, I think, a semi-finalist. Yes, he, he was. One? Yeah, But, um, yeah, it's been a journey for Jack. And I think this song really, really says that and really shows the the journey that this, this guy, this boy, has been on.
0: Yeah. And, look, he was leading all the press um, for this announcement of four artists because... Because of that background, he is a household name. People want to talk about Jack vision Everyone has an opinion on him. Exactly, he does kind of you know put people in two camps. He does divide opinion, doesn't he? Does, he? I def- don't understand why. Yeah. He does. Oh no! Look, I think you know he's got. He's obviously a very talented young man. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually went to the my primary school, Cannibal State Primary School, oh my God. up he in went North to the Queensland. Primary school probably he did? about
1: twenty years after you, though,
0: Yeah. <laughs> How? <laughs> Rude. They probably burnt down the barn you were taught in by that stage. <laughs> but yes, he did go to primary school before moving to Sydney. Um, but anyway, it shows the talent that can come out of North Queensland. Um, anyway... So I'm excited to have him on there. I think the song itself, um, I like the sound of it so far. It's kind of hard until you get all the 10 songs to hear from it. People were making comparisons to Bilal because of the king and the queen thing. It's an obvious comparison, isn't it? It is, but I think they're very, very, very different songs and I think got very different voices. Jack is very talented and I think he'll bring a really good performance on stage. I'm excited to have him in the lineup. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to put this straight out there.
1: I quite enjoy the song. I really like it because to me it sounds genuine. Mm. Sounds genuine to him And his journey And I think You know That really reflects Well on him And I really like it It's Do I think it's going to win Eurovision Do I think it's going to win Australia to Probably not But I'm glad he's produced a piece of music piece of music mm. that's going to go out to the public that reflects him and yep. I hope he really does himself proud on stage like ah uh, yeah good on him good
0: on him get out there mate yeah and also he can poke fun of himself someone mm. on his cover he has some interesting hand placements around his face <laughs> and someone compared him to Chris Jenner and he put that out on his own Instagram and good thought on it was him. hilarious so, you know, he's very self-aware. He can have a, have a laugh at himself. He's not taking himself too seriously, which is great. And ultimately, he's a household name in Australia, so it's great for our national final. So, good Tell stuff. It. People will tune in to see what he's going to do. Absolutely. All right, the next artist we had was Diana Ruvas. Mm. Now, she won The Voice this year in 2019, but she was actually originally on The Voice back in 2012, the very first series. Mm. She has got a belting vocal. She's got Greek heritage. So there is a connection there with Europe and Eurovision. She's known for those powerful vocals, those big ballads. But I tell you what, her version of Love on Top by Beyonce back in 2012 is still my favourite reality um, performance of all time. It was insane. (laughs) She went up about three different key changes. It was fantastic. So she's a very talented artist. Um, Thought she might be in Australia's size, and here she is. I can't wait to see her live. I can't wait to see her live, too. And for me, she is a vocalist. Mm. If we give her...
1: (laughs) The right song, we could have a T- Tamara Tedesca moment. You know, oh, like yeah. it could be that good. She is she that good. Has got those pipes. She does. And give her the right song. She's a pint size. Like, mega, Mm. mega voice. So, as long as she's got the right song, and I love her Greek heritage. I Mm. love how she represents that ethnicity, which embraces Eurovision here in Australia. Which is
0: why Eurovision is big in Australia.
1: Thank you very much. So, Mm. this lady's got a lot of ticks next to her name. Give her the right song, and fingers crossed this could be a moment.
0: It's all about the song. All right, let's move on to Jordan Ravi. Mm. He's an interesting um, character. He was busking in Darwin, and then was over in the States gone on America's Got Talent went Mm. reasonably far didn't just miss out before the quarterfinals but it's a very long convoluted process Mm. Simon Cowell gave him the thumbs up so he's performed in big things he's only 19 years old he's come back to Australia and this is kind of his introduction to the Australian market yeah definitely what struck me with his um, auditions and stuff were the judges were really impressed
1: this kid has got charisma Mm. if Simon Cowell's saying mate you've got it you guess what you 've probably got it indeed, and he 's got the right sort of songwriters behind him yes he 's got uh, the Tanya George Doko and George from Shepherd from last year 's national final. Look, it's going to be a guy with a guitar song. He's already kind of said that. Mm. But he's got some charisma and, and this guy can can do something with the right song and he's got
0: the right songwriters behind him. I'm excited by this because I'm excited by those songwriters. Those two know how to write a song. Absolutely. They really do. Yeah. And he's obviously got something about him and combine it all together, you know, it could come, maybe it won't match as a jigsaw. But if it does match, it could be really good. Yeah, and he's a bit of a wild card. No one's seen him on Australian
1: television. He's mm. been on America's Got Talent, but not here in Australia. So yep. he even says it's his debut here in Australia. Mm. It's a big thing. Let's see if Australia falls in love with his charisma.
0: All right, who else have we
1: got? Fourth person. Well, the last person we've got is Jaguar Jones. Mm. A good surname, by the way. No relation? Bruce, <laughs> no relation, unfortunate. <laughs> unfortunately, because I've been asking for tickets. <laughs> uh, born, a young lady, born in Japan. From a Taiwanese mother, Australian father, very indie, very yeah, big on Triple yeah. J, and we've talked about Triple J before. Uh, She's done a few festivals as well. What I love about her is Jaguar Jones as a character. Yeah, She talks about Jaguar in the third person. She does, yep. Which is very me. I talk about me in the third person as well. Do <laughs> you? Yeah. <laughs> All the time, Dale. when I'm not around, he does. He does talk about himself. <laughs> uh, what I also love, she has a single out at the moment, and I think you should get on there and have a look at it. It's called "Kill Me with Your Love." Mm. Very Tarantino kind of esque. Mm. It's very seventies, it. very indie. She's going through a cowgirl phase, mm. and haven't we all? <laughs> but like, this is a real wild card again. We've got this indie artist who could produce anything. Really love it. This is what excites me about this lineup. We had a very mainstream lineup last year, and we only had a few wildcards. This year, we've got a couple of mainstream and a whole bunch of what the hell's going to happen. Complete opposite,
0: isn't it? It is. You couldn't even know what kind of song they're going to come up with. Um, It should be really interesting. And one of the interesting things that came out of Paul Clark, the head of delegations, interviews this week is saying Iota the wild card he's got a very dangerous song Ooh, I love that it word was dangerous um, which sounds so interesting we did an interview this week with Iota as well he sounds like such an interesting cat he really does quite I irreverent isn't he I think there'll be makeup I reckon and I think it's going to be out there but that just shows you what kind of weird lineup we're going to have this year it's going to be it's going to be something different and that excites me because mm. we did something different last year and we got a great result so let's keep going down that road let's keep
1: pushing it let's see where we go
0: let's Let's see let's see right well that's australia decides mm-hmm. for now we'll wait and see we don't know when we're going to get the songs i'm mm. probably going to fathom a guess of early january i'm assuming who knows oh, who knows who knows? <laughs> who knows um but move on let's move on to slovenia of all places a change of pace <laughs> They indeed now they <laughs> announced their artists last week on friday in the midst of fix so we kind of got it missed a little bit but there was a former Eurovision um, entrant who actually is coming back. Yeah, Tinkara Kovac from 2014. People mm. will
1: remember her from round to round. She did make the final in the all of the very glorious 25th spot. Hey, made the With final. Her and her flute. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, unfortunately for her, she got eight from Montenegro. They're not in the contest next year, so she might <laughs> through. Are. No,
0: <laughs> she got nine points in the final. But it's always good to see returning artists back. There's also a junior Eurovision. who Mm -hmm. finished third in 2015 check out our website for details on everything to do with Slovenia Mm. there's still two more artists to come because they're doing this kind of like new competition fantastic so ten have been announced and two are coming through this kind of like almost like a wild card thing I like Slovenia they do different things well I mean they had Zalagaspa last year
1: and they were fantastic and so fresh and new and so let's let's keep going down that road Slovenia and you would never say that's a Eurovision song and here we are they made the final and came about in midfield
0: actually quite enjoyed their national final last year
1: Gauss was quite a song that was song,
0: yeah. Okay. Um. The only other news, other than Slovenia, Australia, and Albania, is that tickets. The next wave of tickets are coming out on January 30th. Oh, okay. We don't have full details yet. We're not quite sure if more standing are going to be released. It did say they weren't, but we don't know. Mm. Just wait and see. Keep up to date with Eurovision.tv. Keep up to date with us and we will let you know what's actually happening there
1: with the tickets. Don't spend your Euros on New Year's Eve. That's yeah, all I'm I know. Is Hold on coming? to them. Hold on to your money. <laughs> It'll be an expensive exercise. Don't give anything, any expensive <laughs> gifts.
0: Hold on to everything, please. Cool. Well, look, that's the end of our show. But look, we must acknowledge that this week is Christmas, Michael. It is. It's a festive season for everyone around the world.
1: And thank you to everyone around the world. Enjoy your time off. Yes. If you are celebrating holidays.
0: We're off to Ellie Beaches North Queensland for four days of rest and rum um, <laughs> by the pool and a nice bit of uh, time with family and friends, which Absolutely. should be really good. And I hope you guys are enjoying some time with family and friends as well. Okay, well, so Merry Christmas, Michael. Merry Christmas, there, Dale. All right. And as tradition goes in Aussie Vision Podcast at Christmas, we will go out with the wonderful Dummy Im doing "Oh Holy Night." Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us, guys. Happy holidays. See you later. Night.